Welcome to another episode of Saturday Night Combos. My name's Ashley, and this is my cousin, confidant, and co-host, Reagan. And here we like to discuss things that are going on in the world. And what's going on in our own lives. Nothing is off the table here. So pull up a chair and join us for another Saturday Night Conversation. Hey guys, welcome to Saturday Night Convos, which we were not recording on Saturday night because we, that's how we roll. Um, I'm Ashley and this is my, uh, my Reagan. Um, Your sidekick? How's that? My, my sidekick, Reagan. Um, we have some interesting things that we were just, uh, we were just like conversing about before we, before we, you know, you know, hit, uh, record, um, which I don't know. I think are really we're really cool, um, intri- intriguing mm-hmm. um, to kind of bring you our take on the Prince Harry Oprah documentary, which we'll 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 kind of bring at you next week because uh, I've watched it. Um, I kind of just went at it as I was, you know, procrastinating on other stuff. <laughs> um, but it was really really interesting. Like it was. I don't know. All right, so you're telling me I have some homework this week, then, Ashley, for the podcast. I don't know. I I found it really interesting, and I felt like I, like, just their take on it. Like, I didn't. Yeah, I don't want to get into it, but okay, we'll see. I it. think you'll. I think you'll enjoy it. We'll um, but yeah, just general. How are you doing? How are things in this? current almost june world in this current june world in which we are still in lockdown and there is still (laughs) okay if you had told me this time last year that there would be the same amount of uncertainty surrounding like school reopening and all of this stuff and just like getting back to normal life i would have said you're crazy but now here we are june 20 not even freaking may June, I don't even know what day it is. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, June or May, May, May. 2021. And we are still, like, it's like a freaking ping pong ball. Like, you know those matches Mm -hmm. that goes back and forth? Well, are we going back to school or are we not going back to school? Are things reopening or are things staying shut? Like, what in the Mm -hmm. hell is going on? Mm-hmm. and oh my god oh my god i tell you ashley i tell you <sighs> yeah what do you tell me reagan i i don't know anymore <laughs> no i think we've just been in it so long that we're just like uh there's definitely like co i think we're all like at like covid fatigue yeah like yeah. i think i think that's a blanketed term that we can all use on everybody mm-hmm. but like yeah it's just it's exhaustion like yeah it, it is it's exhausting and you know what all of the province provinces here in canada they've all come out with these reopening plans and i was watching so obviously with reopening we automatically jump to well how do we suppress the virus that still exists how do we avoid another wave yeah so in Alberta, Alberta came out with their plan the other day, and it's the stupidest thing ever because they're saying that by July, once 70% of their population has one dose of the vaccine, they will open everything up with no restrictions whatsoever. 
whereas it, just to compare here on Ontario, stage one, which is simply stores opening to like 25% capacity, that's 70% of the population with one dose of the vaccine. So how much do you want to bet that Alberta will see another like wave of this virus in September and it'll affect all of us? Like, I, I don't know. I just, or you know is there going to be a wave and we're just not going to hear about it or like is there going to be an increase because there's increases in the u.s mm-hmm. and the media you know yeah you know everybody's unmasked uh, well yeah but i don't know right so i don't know it's it's a guessing game and i think i'm just tired of the guessing yeah i'm tired of living in a what if world <laughs> It just brings me back to the comment you made about the CDC director next oh. or last week that it's on the honor system. Oh my god, <laughs> Oh my gosh. It is the blind so leading the blind. Funny. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, exactly. Anyways, how are you doing, Ashley? I don't know. Oh. It's just it's just been busy, not gonna lie. It's just been, I feel like it's just kind of one thing after the other and then on top of that we just have effing covid sorry for my language for anybody out there um and i'm not gonna lie being a parent during covid Mm -hmm. is like i feel like i could like (laughs) go to the fucking olympics at this point like sign me up for something because i could do it oh my goodness um and like again, all the credit to the teachers because like, yeah, like I'm doing like science experiments and like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's just like a blast and a half, oh y'all. That's so funny. And I only have a five year old, <laughs> so. <laughs> oh God! I, I give credit to people who have more than one child because. <laughs> I'm like, why? <laughs> but again, I understand that people want more than one child. However, at this point, I'm like, during COVID, I'm like, do you know how shit. many COVID babies were born this year? Oh, I have so <laughs> many people I know from high school that had children in the last like three months. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. That's funny. Oh, God. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know either. I don't know. And you know what? I was thinking about this this week. Um, so as we interact more with people, right? Mm-hmm. We, you know, say hi, hello, and we do the obligatory, like we just did, how are you? Right? And yeah. what's the obligatory, socially acceptable response um when you just kind of you know are in a grocery store or a drive through or you know say hello when you walk into work it's fine usually right you're usually like but how in this current time when you're just like i feel like i'm five seconds from falling apart Mm -hmm. i know i know and that's i i feel i feel i i i I think I know the track that you're on of I feel like we need to change it to how are you doing today 
yeah how right like yeah like you know like what was the best part of your day like I think we need to start moving to a more like positive centered Mm -hmm. instead of just like how are you doing yes yes because I can't tell you in the last month and a half as I have been like getting out more you know interacting with more people how many times I've been asked how are you and every time I respond it's I'm fine and it's just it's 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 or like I'm okay it's routine in in all honesty like I'm not delving into the in all honesty like I'm home with my kid when you know like am I fortunate yes however it's effing exhausting exactly and so yeah like there's a real psychology behind it right and like bring it in the psychology thing you watched today love well, it i googled no i googled this today though i googled the psychology of being fine or saying you're fine right it's and exa- I- that in itself i think is exhausting because you're suppressing so all of those feelings right exactly, like exactly yeah. instead of instead of actually saying no you know what today i'm having a really shitty day mm-hmm. like today i'm not feeling that great yes exactly we're we're just it's not socially acceptable exactly to actually say how you're feeling yes yes and you know what i'm reading right here right in front of me it says we pretend to be fine to avoid conflict sharing our true feelings or opinions might cause someone to get angry with us and that's scary or at least uncomfortable Mm -hmm. right so anyways so yeah i was thinking about because i last week I just found myself mentally exhausted when I read because I try to be very present in my head and in tune with how I'm feeling because that helps my mental health and my ability to live life and I found last week I was just exhausted and it was because I was saying I was fine internalizing I was fine I wasn't fine, right? Mm-hmm. And it's exhausting to constantly say, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And you're not fine. You're happy, no. you're sad, you're anxious, you're whatever. Yeah, Let's there's real feeling. It. Yeah, there's yeah. feelings behind that instead exactly. of just fine. What the, what the hell is fine anyways? Like, what is that? <laughs> what uh, is that? I don't even know. The article says we create a <laughs> facade, which is very true. Exactly. Yes. You're, you're putting on a face of, oh, yeah, everything's great and whatever. And then yeah. outflow the emotions. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways. So how was no. your day today, Ashley? How are you, you know, feeling? <laughs> you know what? I had a really good day. Um, I went uh, with my sister and we went to a local uh, national park that's close to here. And um, my kid just played on the beach and we had a picnic and, you you know, did stuff there. So it was a really, and it was a perfect day to do it because like we've had, we have, so I'm in a very like, um, we're at the same like latitude, longitude, longitude as, no, latitude. (laughs) Apparently didn't pay attention in geography. Oh, apparently Um, so um as northern california so we have very like warm temperatures like we're a very mild climate here uh but we're very humid so we've been anywhere from like 
10 degrees celsius to like 28 yeah uh so today was like 15 nice so it was really nice but it was just a little bit windy so yeah. it's beautiful to be outside wasn't super hot loved mm-hmm. it Nice. nice. It was actually like my ideal day. Like if all yeah. year was like this, I No, I absolutely agree. I love so, yeah. today. It was such a good day. Yeah. So yeah, I see so, yeah, we were outside for for quite a bit and then just um yeah. Nice. So yeah, good day. How was nice. your how was your day? How was my day? You know what? My day was very good. I was able to enjoy the weather and go walking with a friend and catch up with her and just able to just have a good day and not, you know, have to be pressed to go anywhere or do anything, mm-hmm. right? No obligations. It was just a good day. So Awesome. I don't know. I think that's a really key thing that we just hit on is that, I don't know, that bugs me. But, like, when people ask you, you're just, like, I, they're asking out of obligation. Exactly. And, and you're exactly. just, like, this isn't the time to get into the fact that, you know. Mm-hmm. this just happened so or yeah. the wording of the question so you're just like oh, i'm fine i'm okay yeah i'm doing all right <laughs> i'm okay i'm okay i'm okie dokie yeah uh you were saying before that you watched a new documentary oh yes okay so i watch it's it came out in march i think on netflix but i just seen it on the like watch list or whatever it's called okay. Immigration Nation, and it follows, um, it follows both the um, whole like the um, immigration and customs enforcement. So ICE, um, so it follows them as they, you know, do their their job and, you know, do warrant warrants and um deportations and uh deal with immigration stuff and then it also looks at the immigrants that are coming over and it follows some of their stories Mm, okay it's a really interesting because you see both sides and it it follows all of this during the trump administration as they're implementing their policies so for example they're um, they're taking child separation policy, right? It it films during that, um, yeah. And then there was a policy like the stay in Mexico policy, and it goes to the Mexican border and it looks at, um, like this this mass amount of immigrants who have to stay on the Mexican border and they themselves have to administer a list to determine who is the next to go and claim asylum or get the process started. It's insane. Hmm. But it was just because this is such a complex issue and it's such a hot button issue over the past number of years, right? And so, but previously I had also watched, so on YouTube there's this YouTuber called I think his name is Peter Scavarelli and he travels the world um, and documents it and he tries to give like unbiased um, sorts of looks into society so for example he went to Saudi Arabia 
and did a series, which was really interesting. He went to India and Iran and all of these different places. So he's in the U.S. right now because of COVID. So he's been traveling around the country. And one of the places that he went was the border. So he had, like, somebody with him who was able to give him, like, um, like, access, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Had knowledge about how to get access. And they went around, like, the Texas border and showed like the Rio Grande and you know he was right up against the wall and all this stuff but the two of them together it's just it's they both just harp on the fact that this immigration thing is so difficult it's such a difficult and complex issue because you know you've got people fleeing obviously Mm -hmm. like people who are you know maybe killed whose families have been killed whatever the case may be but then you also have these weird laws that yeah if they come into the country well they can stay while their asylum thing is being heard but they didn't cross over the proper border and then they're Mm -hmm. here illegally but then they have family. It's there's so many layers to it. Like, I, I, I found myself while I was watching these documents, well, especially the Immigration Nation, myself conflicted. Like, yes, these people have horrible circumstances and stories, but there are also laws. You know what I mean? It's- yeah, yeah. No, I I agree with what you're saying. Um, and then I'm also. Like, when you hear their stories, you're just, like, what they've come from, especially, like, in regards to, like, refugees. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's mind-boggling. Yeah. Um, but then I'm also on the same fence of, I've worked um, with refugees who were living in very, very precarious housing situations. Mm-hmm. So if we're going to have refugees come in, they need to we need to have the the proper support set up yeah um but we also have to have a man like the proper support set up for individuals who are already living in our country yeah um so I think that's kind of where I'm at like I I have nothing I'm very in support of having um like immigration immigration because mm-hmm. that's how we're building our country right because exactly we're all immigrants right exactly we all come here at one point um, or another i'm not like I, I love i watched i don't know if i watched one i think i watched it on the view mm-hmm. um of trump talking about him building his wall oh my God. and it was basically like his wall was not <laughs> when it was being built or whatever it was not soundproof like it it was not it was not like foolproof because basically like in this in this um what's that what's that called speech he was giving he was basically telling individuals how to get around the wall (laughs) um but yeah um and let's be honest, if individuals would like to get into the country or, you know, have the need to, they're going to find ways well, to they're, do it. They're like, and the thing is on like the Rio Grande, right? So the cartel controls um, 
a number of different cartels on the Mexican border control the flow mm-hmm. of illegal immigrants into the country. They have to, the immigrants pay upwards of 15 grand US to get into the US. And the fun fact, not a fun fact, but the fact is, is that 70% of those asylum seekers are like, people, when they come into the US illegally, they will claim asylum to try and stay. Mm -hmm. 70, and even when they cross the border illegally, and if they claim asylum. 70% 70% of those cases will be rejected. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Which is just, anyways. So, yeah, anyways, on the border, like, it's all controlled. And if you try to go across without being associated with one of those um, cartels, you, you'll be killed. Like, it's, it, it's a money maker for them, right? Which is just, it's horrible. Because you've got these vulnerable people. But anyways, so when they cross the river, they have children that look out to, like, give them a signal that it's clear of the border agents to be able to cross. Like, yeah. That's terrifying. Isn't it? Like, that's, 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 I did watch this one, um, I think it was, like, a TED Talk. Or part of a TED talk on immigration and refugees, and it mm-hmm. basically said it was it was um a Syrian refugee that yeah. that was giving the TED talk, and he was Canadian, yeah, um or he uh, immigrated to Canada, and he basically said like this was our experience here in Syria, mm-hmm. like it was not our wish to immigrate or yeah. become refugees, but like this is what happened, and then. He basically said something along the lines of like I don't I don't remember the number but it was pretty substantial but basically there's 40 million refugees yeah across the world or and yep. like I don't I feel like over the next like 40 years it will go to like 300 million like but that seems pretty substantial but well it, I mean when you think about like environmental refugees, right? Mm-hmm. People who have to leave their homes because of natural disasters yeah. or whatever else. That's increasing. Um war. War is always yeah. a factor. Famine. Like yeah. there's so many different factors that cause people to shift, right? Yeah. So it, it I don't know. I'm it's I don't know. We're 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 an increasingly multicultural melting pot society, but I think, yeah, I I, I I'm not sure Trump's wall worked. No, no, I didn't. Well, and see that's the thing in like the documentary on Netflix. They show the border agents, and there's some border agents who are very very compassionate. And mm-hmm. then there are other border agents that are Trumpian. And some are convinced the wall works, some are convinced that it doesn't work. It's again, it's a melting pot of thoughts and That's a good way to that's a, that's a good way to put it. And it's just it's a very complicated system. And again, that has to be right there like could you imagine being like a border officer between Ontario or sorry between Canada and the US and then a border officer between Mexico 
mm-hmm. in the U.S. Completely different world. That has to be like terrifying at times. Yeah. Like, and you're also getting individuals who are absolutely terrified for their lives. No, it's just yeah. Anyways, it, it's it is it's a real humanitarian crisis though, and uh, yeah, more because like you, I think you were saying before we hit record, it the media portrays it in one way, and when you watch, mm-hmm. you know, when you watch Fox News, if you only watch Fox News, you see it as an invasion. If you watch only CNN, you see it as well. These people need help. We should help them. You have like there has to be better media coverage of it too, and yeah, you know, like you have to show both sides, right? Yeah, you have to show both sides, and then I also I'm a really big. So, the only reason I know this is because I was helping a friend with a paper, but like you bring individuals into a country who a lot of these individuals have an. Im- like immense amount of training and whatever but a lot Mm -hmm. of them have gone through you know war and Mm -hmm. just an amazing amount of trauma Mm -hmm. so um and then a lot of their credentials don't match up Mm -hmm. so then individuals in ontario are stuck on ontario works and it's just we really need to rethink how we treat our immigrants and how we treat individuals who first come into our country that's just my thoughts and i mean you're not wrong that system has been in place since immigration started in canada i personally think it's an outdated system because Mm -hmm. and that's again my thoughts Mm -hmm. yeah yeah no I, i don't disagree i think Again, this is just me from my experiences, but I'm just... And I'm just... Because I took an immigration history (laughs) course on Canada. And, you know, dating back to, you know, the movement of Irish settlers during the Irish famine, as far back as then, you know, there were big promises made by mm-hmm. Canada to try and get immigrants, right? They needed to grow their economy. They needed to grow yeah. their land. And when the immigrants got here, those promises fell short. Yeah. Right? And they were subjugated and made to feel less than, right? The Ukrainians were shoved out west. They were once thought of as deplorables and they had to work, you know, they had to develop their land. They had to prove their worth. There's a large Ukrainian population in Saskatchewan. Exactly. Yep. 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 But it's it's a system that just keeps on going. And I mean, we can try all we want, right, Mm -hmm. to make different social policies or whatever. But I think not bringing in Harry's documentary, but unless we, as a society, kind of push forward. Mm-hmm. then it's just going to keep on going yeah 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 so, get trump out get trump well trump out. is out but he's still in charge of the gop and I, it the immigration issue in the u.s it's a lot deeper than just trump 
oh, it yeah. goes back as far as because the wall was originally created under Bill Clinton, right? I mean, and then I think there was some other thing under Bush after 9-11 that, you know, pushed more um, people crossing the border down south out than in. Mm -hmm. And so these issues aren't new. They've always been complex. It's just now in today's day and age, there's more attention being paid to it. Yeah. 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 Let us know your thoughts if you have a strong opinion on this. You know, it's complex. It is. It's extremely complex. And like, really, in all honesty, it'd be, I don't know, how are they going to fix it? I think that's the biggest thing is what are the small steps that they're going to do to resolve it? Well, I, yeah, I mean, they've or been, be, they've it's been, just, sorry. No. No, I'm just saying, I was just going to say they've been talking about, you know, a path to citizenship for undocumented individuals for the DACA children for mm-hmm. years. And that's never happened. You know, they've been talking about, well, if you do this, this and this, you could be a citizen for, you know, other um, individuals who have come in who are undocumented. Nothing's mm-hmm. happened. It's just, it's an issue on both sides of the aisle, but nobody wants to give in, right? And I mean, even in this documentary, there were people walking around, like there was this one episode where they were trying to create, um, they were trying to get somebody else elected for deputy Mm. in a North Carolina town. And the people that were pushing the Democratic person were undocumented individuals and they're out there like she was 16 so she probably was brought in illegally um or born whatever but she was walking around saying i'm undocumented i can't vote and i'm i don't i there's just an inherent sense of like vulnerability there and i had to question like why why would you like make yourself an even bigger target right but that's just me no, that's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. I'll have to watch it. I don't know. You should. Yeah. That's good. I mean, I watched the each uh, each episode is an hour long, and I watched five in one day. <laughs> yeah. No, but that just means that they were good. Yes, and it also means I have too much time on my hands. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. So I'm currently watching Raising Hope on Disney Plus. Oh, and um, it is it has a, a Cloris. I'm gonna say her name wrong, so I'm gonna look it up before I say it. Uh, because I don't want to say it wrong. Cloris Leachman in it. You know, the, um, I don't know. She's been in a bunch of stuff. But she's just, it's literally, like, it's 20-minute episodes and it's just hilarious like I don't know I don't think I've laughed this much at a show 
in i know you want me to watch superstore i just haven't got there yet come on ashley come on where are your priorities uh so many seasons such a commitment it's six seasons it's not that big of a commitment such a commitment it's not not. (laughs) but yeah so that's what i'm currently watching nice super excited to go watch an episode another episode (laughs) i usually watch stuff that has singing dinosaurs on it so (laughs) so this is a treat (laughs) exactly (laughs) oh that's funny hashtag mom life (laughs) hashtag yeah life with a five-year-old hey covid woo (laughs) (laughs) so yes let us know what you think of Immigration Nation. Um, but yeah, just I haven't had any like fun stories this week. It's been pretty like pretty quiet. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a it's a, it was a short week here in Canada eh? with the the Victoria Queen Victoria's birthday, you know. Hey, eh? so hey. Eh? So, yeah. Oh, I I think you'll find this funny. So, um <laughs> Sunday night, I spent an hour with my family watching YouTube videos of um this YouTuber called Sask Dutch Guy Farmer. Sask Dutch. Okay, hold up. Hold up. Yeah. Were you at your mother's house or your father's house? Uh, my father's your father's house your father's house out in the sticks your father who has a flip phone your father's heard of youtube before my dad knows what youtube is oh my god ashley there are fireworks and bombs going off in my head (laughs) um (laughs) hashtag life in the sticks (laughs) hashtag life in the sticks so um so um for any listeners out there i grew up on a dairy farm um and i guess it's a thing you know when you you know dairy cows farm uh thus farmers like to watch things on youtube about farms (laughs) so um and this isn't just other members of my families also watches this youtuber So it was actually pretty interesting because we we're like, oh my gosh, they also have that ma- that feeder thing. So, <laughs> so um, so that's that's we spent an hour watching YouTube of a yeah, of a farmer. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, did it make your father want to get on? You know, farm his or film no, his no. his daily farm life on YouTube? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was literally just like, you know what YouTube is? Oh my god. Um, That's hilarious. But, but yeah. And he, he knows was, how to like work it and everything. He knows how to get to it. He knows how to search things on it. Apparently. Oh my god. I have no idea. That's you hilarious. should tell your dad how to get to YouTube. No, because then he would ask me repeatedly how to do it. <laughs> And I'd have to explain it to him 25,000 times like I have to explain everything 25,000 times. Yeah. 
it's not worth it's not worth it it's not worth think it. of on how much it would expand his horizons he has how cable many- his his horizons are expanded plenty with his hockey games and baseball games. okay okay but if it's raining he could watch golf he can watch instead golf of on the tv on the cable he has <laughs> 10 sports stations that's all he watches is his son i've said to him before we could cancel the cable and he's like no <laughs> and if i canceled the cable the world would end because he would not know how to watch TV. And I would not want to show him <laughs> 25,000 times. I love my father, it- but this is a, a, a line in our... Uh, this is what keeps us sane. Having the cable keeps us sane. That's <laughs> how to work the remote. All is well. <laughs> Unless he hits record and then he panics and calls me to come cancel it. And, you know, if his cable's not working, then the world comes to an end. So, thankfully, the cable's working tonight. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> uh, it's, it's not just him. I know. I know. It's a senior thing. I know. I know. <laughs> But you know what? There are some really handy techie seniors out there who figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then there are others that do not. Just think. We could get him on YouTube and then he could Google it. No. <laughs> he doesn't know how to Google himself. <laughs> This is great. It's like when my dad said the Google. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, fun times. Uh, yeah. They're so fun. They bring so much joy into our lives. Make them sound like an animal, like a dog or a cat or something. No, they're just adults or parents. I don't know. I have no idea. The elderly. Nothing against yeah. the elderly. I like the elderly. Most elderly. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I do have a review of HelloFresh. So I had HelloFresh for a while. Mm-hmm. I then, you know, decided, you know what? I'm not, you know. It's just easier for me to make my food. Yeah. Because there's a lot of instructions in this. Yeah. So I canceled it. Mm-hmm. They then called me two days ago. What? Yes. Not kidding. They called you. They called me. Yeah. I'm like, why? I didn't answer, but I was like, why are you calling me? I canceled. Yeah. Wow. So did, I find that they're a great service, but they're hard to get rid of. Did, so did they leave like a message? No. Interesting. But Interesting. Yes. Hmm. So yeah, 
I don't feel like I'll do another meal delivery service. The only reason I did them is because I got a really good like coupon to yeah. start with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's why I did it too. And I haven't got yeah. a box since. Which I mean, they are handy. Like I'm not gonna lie, like they are handy. You yeah. Know, every so often, especially when you're just kind of feeling like you're tired of the same old, same old. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I mean. I don't know. It's it's not know. a service that I would utilize all the time because I know how to cook and I like to cook. For, you know, other people who may not be so handy in the kitchen or who just don't have the time to go out and get everything. Yeah. It's it's good for that, right? Yeah. No, no, no. I have a girlfriend that uses it and it works for her. Like yeah. it's um I just I was like I Mm-hmm. need to stop this stop yeah. calling me <laughs> yeah. that is how I feel <laughs> oh goodness oh golly golly goodness yeah mm-hmm yeah <sighs> so yes life it is where we're at mm-hmm any new exciting things going on? Nope. <laughs> no, I you know what? I went to the woods this week. I took some me time and went to the woods. Good. Was not a thing. Not a thing. That's okay. I wake up, I go to sleep, the world keeps on turning. Praise the Lord. <laughs> it's all that matters. Yep, that's right. <laughs> so oh so God. good yeah. anything new with you uh nothing really <laughs> i'm like in just a routine i just it's, it's called covid life yeah i'm just in covid life yeah. i don't know i'm super excited i'm like counting down until my kids done school because i'm just over it <laughs> i'm over school I think they should just like cancel. Like just pull the plug. Like honestly. <laughs> there is going to be gen- a generational knowledge gap in these kids because right and I don't know. I don't know where it's going with that. You know what? I feel for like I get it, right? Like because really in all honesty, my son started in JK. And here in Ontario, we had, like, his JK year was pretty sporadic just because we had, I don't know what to, what to call oh, it. Oh, um, there was, like, the teacher strikes. Yeah, stuff. we had yeah. teacher strikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was in and out sick a lot. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, COVID happened. <laughs> so he was out come March. So middle or end of March 20th, he was out. So he's out March 20th or 20th yeah. uh, to the end of June. Or right? Yeah. Uh, so that's three months. And then all of this year, he's been at a, you know, like home COVID school, school yeah. homeschool. Um, he's been doing it. But it's going to be a huge adjustment yeah. <laughs> to, and, like, yeah. be back in school. Yeah. Which well, I feel like because he's young, he's going to do fine with. Yeah. But, like, wearing a mask all day, he's going to, like, 
There's going to be a lot of bribery involved. <laughs> <sighs> oh my god. Okay, but I think I think one thing that we can take away from this pandemic, and I say this with first-hand knowledge because it's all I've been talking about and thinking about for the past two weeks, is that there are different ways for kids to learn, right? Mm-hmm. The public school system that is implemented everywhere the idea that children go to school for six hours a day five days a week is a very industrialized frame of thought right it was created when industrialization happened and industrialization was only 100 150 years ago Mm -hmm. it's a very new concept still and i think the one thing that we can take away is that kids learn in different ways and kids succeed in different environments so if the kid learns better online than in the classroom then the parents need to consider leaving their kid online if the kid Mm -hmm. needs to go to a private school where they have more one-on-one attention than in a public school with 30 other kids in a class it's what the kid needs right yeah basically what i'm saying is, but the way in which we're approaching education right now especially with this in ontario there's this really big push in the public school boards to you know determine who's going online and who's staying in school and they have to be there for the full year and that sort of approach it doesn't work right it doesn't work Yeah, no, I get what you mean, because there's going to be things that come up. And, you know, I can be really gung-ho and, like, hope that everything goes exactly as I have planned. Because, you know what? I have plans for September, so I want things to go as I have planned. Mm -hmm. However, you know what? Like, I don't know. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's a really difficult decision for parents to make mm-hmm. four months out. Yeah. yeah. As Suri says, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't just, know. I think there needs to be a change in the education system in the way that, you know, maybe put I think it need, I, towards I think, private schools and religious schools, right? I don't know. I think it needs to be, I, th- I think it needs to be more individualized. I think there needs to be more one-on-one. I And again, I've been very fortunate with like my son's first teacher was a fantastic and amazing and I loved her and he had a great EA. I don't know what his next experience is going to be like, but the joy of being a parent is just advocating for yep. everything, right? Yep. So, yep. yeah. Oh yeah. Ah, uh, yep. I <laughs> know. I 100% agree with you that, like, I don't know. Kids are gonna have just, you know. <laughs> that's that's a great. I mean, knowledge gaps, social gaps, like. Oh, there's a huge. I can tell you, there's a huge social gap. My kid gets around the other kid that he typically plays with, and it's just like he feeds off that energy because he doesn't get it all the time yeah and as much as we can say you know we're always playing there's other stuff going on and like we can only do what we can do yeah yeah so 
there's going to be a huge social gap for kids who haven't been in a classroom for whatever amount of time mm-hmm. and yeah yeah for sure i don't know <laughs> fuck covid none none of us know right i know fuck covid fuck it all anyways yes i think they should just be done for the year don't bother going back you don't do anything in june anyways we could no. easily go from may from september to may every year even better do year-round schooling there you go yeah but then they'd have to put air conditioning in all the, the ancient schools well i don't i don't there's there's mm-hmm. more retention of knowledge in year-round schooling curriculum so look at japan now look at australia we should all just move to Australia. <laughs> yeah, right. Huh? Actually, I couldn't because they have too many snakes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, guys. Thanks for listening to yet another insightful Saturday Night Convos. Um, let us know your like what you're thinking about education and immigration all very important topics mm-hmm. and also if you've watched raising hope because i want to know your feedback i haven't i don't you know what i don't have disney plus so i can't tell you i know I'm i will sorry. it's I'm sorry. it's not okay and i'm <laughs> not okay <laughs> uh and then next week check us out again to um hear our feedback because i feel like i need to rewatch that mm-hmm. rewatch it um for our feedback on um oprah and prince harry's documentary so yeah. that should be good all right okay have a great night guys and a good week take care uh, bye